It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and joining me, Charlie Five, Auburn Message Board legend. You ready to jump into this? I'm ready, bro. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling, feeling you, a little feisty. You should feel good. What an incredible win for the Auburn Tigers. Felt great. Felt great. I don't know if you know this, but I kind of called it on the last show. Uh, I said that yeah, you did. Auburn would win by at least 10 points, uh, two scores, and they did. So. Yeah, you even snipped it and put it on social media. You saw it coming from a mile away. <laughs> I did. I had to. I, I got to take credit whenever I finally get something right. So I'm just going to go ahead. I just had to throw it out there for sure. So on my uh, on my morning news talk show at the network, yeah. I was like, yeah. So I've got this, uh, this daily Auburn show that does really, really well. And a ton of people listen to it. And it's awesome. And I'm super humbled by it. But um, yeah, I, I picked Auburn to beat Penn State. I picked LSU <laughs> to beat us. I picked Arkansas to beat us. So uh yeah, in this business you don't have to uh you don't have to get anything right, which is keep it up, man. Keep it going. Uh keep yeah, going. I'm, uh, keep picking against all I am picking Ole Miss by ten next week. That's happening. There you go. Absolutely. Perfect. And you're welcome. I will take I will take, take the, the blame. I will fall on the sword. Absolutely. Now all joking aside though, what a big uh, uh what a big win and what a great performance by uh by Auburn's offense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I said that uh, I wanted to say this and I've been uh, I, I thought it during the whole game because I kept seeing people talking about, oh, my God, Bo Nix is playing so much better. He's doing things so different. And I'm like, there is literally nothing different that he has done this game than he's done every single game he's played this year, minus Georgia State, which he was a little bit banged up. He puts the ball in places for play, people to make plays. And they finally started making plays this game. It's it. We talk about him throwing the ball too hard. How did he throw – how hard was he throwing balls to Luke Deal in the, when he would turn around and sit down in the zone from eight, nine yards when you got to fit it in tight windows? He's throwing absolute lasers across the middle. Right. And then the only difference is guys made plays this week. And uh, it was fun to see. It was fun to watch Kobe put some dude on skates uh, right. a few times. Uh, how, how natural um, is he? He is so nat. When he puts that foot down on the ground, it's just like he's been doing his whole life. It's just so natural. Yeah, he is, uh, it he's was, a uh, natural wide it receiver. Was, it was fu- it was fun, and I'm hoping that uh, that is the beginning of an evolution in this uh, this uh, receiving core uh, moving forward. Four tight ends catching passes. Love it. Holy cow! Who would have ever thought that? But uh, but yeah, I just thought Bo, I, I thought Bo was Bo. He made plays on the run. He put. He, he's not ever going to be uh, – he's not ever going to put the ball in the exact place where you catch it on the run and go. He's going to give you a chance to make a play, and they made plays this week, and it was awesome. Fun to watch. You're right, though. I think there's a lot of similarities for what he did against Arkansas and what he did against Georgia. He just, he just had guys drop it. But, exactly. I mean, several times against Arkansas, a lot on third down. There were multiple third and fives. There was a third and ten. Big third down throws. And yeah, he was just he was just launching them in there, and guys were bringing them down. And that's really what wasn't happening 
against Georgia. And in some of those scenarios, the receivers got more separation against Georgia than they did against Arkansas. It's just, oh. it, you know, it just, they dropped it. And when you drop it, there's nothing good that can happen from it. So Absolutely. I think, uh, I think what you, what you just said is going to tick some people off for sure. But totally. I don't, I don't really disagree with it at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know. I, people are going to point at they're going to pick at this is the problem this is the problem nobody ever looks at the whole gamut of the way like the whole performance we pick out a, the a gamut. play here wow I, I wanted to go with gamut but it didn't seem like it was going to slap right so i just went the whole performance uh they'll oh, you pick said out gamut little, and it slapped yeah well they pick out little things here or there like we're going to talk about the only thing the, the bow haters they want to talk about is the interception. Uh, the the throw to uh, and, and the term I, I keep hearing is placement, placement, placement mm-hmm. isn't always. It's great. never good enough. I want to go, but I want to go take all of Stetson Bennett throw, Bennett's throws. How about the throw he made? Um, the the tight that he threw a fade to the tight end against uh, the last team they beat the crap out of uh, Kentucky. Uh, he threw it up in the in the tight end makes a great. They didn't cover play. though. It, they didn't cover against Kentucky. It, okay, whatever. They, yeah, because uh, Mark uh, Stoops called timeout on the one. <laughs> Backdoor cover, baby. <laughs> <laughs> called timeout on the one down like 24, 25 points in backdoor cover. I'm, anyway, I'm, all, I's, I'm all for it. Throws the ball up, and the, where, where, where's the number one tight end in, in the SEC can go up and make a play. It was not perfect. There's, the, the name of the game is not to be like pinpoint accuracy 100, 100% of the time. It's just to be able to – get guys the ball close where they can make plays. And uh, uh, I, I'm just so tired of hearing uh, – I'm so tired of the, the critiques uh, down to the minute detail of like a handful of plays versus looking at the whole body of work. You, you, you factor in the drops last week. Uh, if, they, if they catch half of them, his performance last week looks exactly like his performance this week. I mean, it's, it's just – I don't really know where the argument is anymore. I, don't, I really don't know where it is, yeah. especially this year. Right, right. And and I talked about this with Lindsay yesterday. I think the national perspective of Bo is shifting a little bit. It's sure. the Auburn fan base that we're still kind of split on him, and it's like, no, this is the quarterback. I get it. Moving forward. And it's he's probably Auburn's quarterback next year, too. Like, let's just go ahead and kind of swallow that pill if that's something that you're just really dreading. But, like, he's probably Auburn's starting quarterback next year as well. A hundred percent, hundred percent, and deservedly, deservedly so. You're going to have a, easy a, for you to say. It's easy for me to say. A senior quarterback coming back with both running backs coming back, yeah. all the receivers basically, uh, a chance for a really explosive offense next year. And uh, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be glad for him to come back. I'll be happy for it. Right, uh, Charlie Five. I love daily fantasy. I know you do too. Have you heard yes. about Prize Picks? It's daily fantasy made easy. Prize Picks is uh is really what keeps me going throughout the day most days. Long days, <laughs> don't worry about it. Prize Picks, um, because I, I just love all the different lines that they have, and it's essentially you betting against the projection. You're not going against other people. You're going up against like, okay, is Tank Bigsby going to run for a hundred yards against Ole Miss? Probably not. He's probably not going to. Is Bo Nix going to throw for over 200? Probably. He probably is. So if right. those are lines that you like, I, I don't know what their lines are. I don't think they have them up for Ole Miss yet. But if that sounds like something that you think you'd be good at predicting, you need to head over to Prize Picks. And when you sign up, be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, 
And uh, they'll match your deposit up to 100 bucks, free money there uh, for you to play daily fantasy with. So don't hesitate. Check out our friends at prizepicks.com. Use promo code Locked On. Go to, uh, or you can go to their app store, or your app store, rather, and download their app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com, the best place to buy auto parts for your car, truck, or SUV. Uh, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right, Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. We're live at low prices and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. It's bye week time, Charlie Five. Yep, yep. Much needed. Perfect, perfect spot for a bye week for what, us. No question. What What are some goals you think this team should have. I'm just kind of shooting. I meant to talk to you about this before we started recording, but we're just going with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay, so the, the first one is get healthy, right? Get Owen Papo back. That is that is priority number one, and number I still don't one. know how much control you have over that. But after that, what do you like? And obviously kind of get your feet up under you and uh, kind of get a little bit more comfortable. But outside of that, I know I asked the question. I'm answering myself. But I, I, think, I think priority number two is get these defensive backs mind right as far as scheme, what rotation. I don't know what the issue is. And I don't think Derek Mason does either. It would be fixed by now. But you've got two weeks to figure it out until Ole Miss just throws it all over you. Right, right. I think you got to get the rotation down. you got to figure out – they got to figure out what to do about – it seems like over-the-middle type stuff is what really eats us up. What, sure. What's the communication issue there? Um Another thing, like I think the, a perfect example is uh, K.J. Jefferson. They ran that fake, like fake quarterback run, and then he stepped back and he was going to throw it again. And Smoke came off of his guy to cover another guy, which left his guy open. And then there was a lot of finger pointing, like who are we supposed to have right there? It seems like there's, there's some communication issues. I feel like it's um, always Smoke. This. And I don't want to be that guy because Smoke yeah. does a lot for this team he gets off the on. field. But – it just seems like he's never where he's supposed to be. I don't know if he's trying to do too much. In coverage, he's not. I don't know if he's just not good when you get him, you know, past 10 yards on uh, past the line of scrimmage. I don't know. I don't know. But it just it seems like he's never where he's supposed to be. Right. It does. It does. He gets lost in coverage a little bit. He's great at when the ball's in front of him mm-hmm. uh, and not – uh, not coming up. It's like I come up to make a fill a gap, like I'm a linebacker. It's kind of like he has. He's like a linebacker in a safety's body because he can make. He's he's really good in run stop, uh, run stopping around the line of scrimmage, not in the open field. And in the open field, it's just as bad as he is in pass coverage. But, yeah, um, and I've seen a lot of people say, "Oh, well, he's just going to do what Jamie and Sherwood did." And I'm like, "No, no, no. Smoke, smoke is not near as large." As Jamie and Sherwood, like that is not going to be something that the NFL wants him to do. I don't think no. I've been wrong before, no. but he's like, I think he's like listed at like 193 or something like that. And it's like, you can't play yeah, linebacker at 193. That's just not how it works. He's like never gained weight in right. college. Right. <laughs> he came in, he's the exact same size he is when he came in. It's but crazy. he does have more swag and I'll give him credit for that. And he has um, a logo. Yeah. A little too busy, but yeah. A lot, a, lot a lot going, going on. on on Smoke Island. Um, Right. Right. My Tank Bigsby hoodie arrived in the mail today, actually. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I've been wearing the hat, and I got a Tank Tank. Um, I got a Tank Tank. I do. I had to. I had to. How do you not order to, something from Tank? Tanks. Yeah, I did. He's got everything. Tank Bigsby's got, like, athletic shorts. He's got all kinds of stuff. But I ordered a hoodie. So, it's That's on my awesome. counter right now. I haven't opened it Big yet. hoodie guy. Um, yeah, and it's actually cold on the day we're recording, so it's very nice. 
Very nice. What are some other uh, What are some other goals? Do you think Brian Harson needs to work on with this team this week? I think two things. You got to find. You got to continue to figure out how to uh, maximize how, what your receivers do well. I think they figured that out. Uh, they figured that that out on uh, against Arkansas. And then how can you get Tank and Jarquez more involved? We we I want to go ahead and clarify something. It's not breaking news yes. that the offensive line struggles. Okay, it's not breaking news that the offensive line is not uh, just absolutely blowing people off the ball and creating open lanes. That's not anything that we're learning. We learned this past week. It's not anything we've learned over the last seven games. Sure. Okay. So, but what can we do to get them on the edge? I love the way we can, we dump it down to, we drop back and we dump it down to tank and let tank. Uh, it's like, it's almost like an extended run. I, I like to see uh, tank getting on the edge in space. They did I that like on the, the first drive of the, the game. The first drive. It was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. They, like well, they didn't really go back to it, but it's like, I'd side, love to see more than that. Sidebar. Yes. How how is scripted play? How does scripted plays work so well versus like the rest of your game plan? I, I, yeah. I've never understood that. Yeah. Why can't like, you? Why can't you just script you, more plays? The whole game? Right. <laughs> why can't you come instead of coming up with twelve? Let's go ahead and have fifty in a row, like bangers. Let's put. Let's get fifty bangers that we're ready for. Or just have like you, two scripts of ten plays, and like you open with one. And then whenever like you can't get anything going, you're like, "All right, script two, let's go." Script two, it's time to go. <laughs> Scrap that. Let's go. Script two. I mean, it's got to be a mental sorry. thing, right? It's like we've practiced these plays. We know what it's going to be, but yeah, I don't know. I know it's situational, but like you could have a hundred different situations on the first drive. Like you could have third and nines. You could have, you could have a sack right off the bat. I mean, like it, I, I don't get it. It's, it's can crazy, I tell but, you? Can I tell you what our true strategy is? And this is what my high school that? team did when I was playing high school. Hit it. They didn't want to tell us what the first play would be. We always would ask the offensive coordinator, the play caller, like, hey, what's the first play going to be? I just want to get mentally ready. They're like, we're not going to tell you. We think it's better if we just, you learn it in the huddle. And I'm like, okay, all right. All right, let's cool. go with it. Whatever. Sweet. No, yeah, but, surprise your own. So, we're not only going to surprise them, we're going to surprise us as well. Yep, that's yep. right. That's right. So, so figuring out different ways that we can get running backs involved because it, it, as the game flows and the run doesn't seem to work, we just completely – we have gone completely away from it. And I think we have two awesome running backs, possibly the two best running backs in the conference, one-two punch, that they just – as the game flows on, they just kind of get phased out of the game plan because we can't run the ball. We can't get any push. And they're, at, at times their vision can be suspect when, they're, when there is holes. So, uh, yeah, I, I think defensive back rotation uh, – figuring out what different ways to get our running backs involved just mm-hmm. other than just your traditional running game. And then, you know, continuing to build off of what we just saw with wide receivers. I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest uh, things other than just getting healthy on the bye week. When you continue to run the football and we haven't been able to be in a situation where we could do this, I guess we probably could have against Arkansas because we, we just never really felt out of that game. Even when Auburn lost the lead, it just felt like we still, we're in control there, but when it, when it's first and ten, and you can just you still are running the ball, even if for like two yards, and you like open up second and eight, it's still wearing the defense down. And that was stuff like that was the part of the Malzahn offense like I was okay with. It's like we know we're not going to win this game unless we run the ball. 
A little yep. different scheme now, and I get that. But just the idea of, okay, we are a running team, and we have to establish the run. And over the course of the game, you'd see carry on slowly take over, or you'd see Trey Mason slowly take over, or Nick Marshall, or, or Cameron Artis Payne, Peyton Barber. And obviously, I think that would happen with Tank and, and Jarquez as well, but that's not the way that they're going. I mean, this is going to be a, a team that if they can't run the ball early, it seems like they're going to go more with finesse. I don't fully agree with it in some situations against Arkansas where it's like, I think we could have done either over the course of 60 minutes. Like, I, I think it's fine. Against Ole Miss, I honestly think we should try to run the ball. I, I think we should, you know, continue running it. And even if it puts ourselves... And, you know, behind the sticks a little bit on second down or, you know, in those situations, just because I think you're going to need your defense to be on the uh, on the sidelines as much as possible against a team well, like I, that. I think also as we move forward, I think teams have sort of felt as though the passing game was a lot more suspect, whether it be they felt like they could neutralize the wide receivers or, or whatever, or we just couldn't make plays in the passing game. So they did a lot. They schemed a lot to stop the run. And now that we've sort of had two or three games in a row where we've shown that we can mm-hmm. beat you without that, that's going to open up a lot of things moving forward. So I, uh, I think the last three games uh, we've kind of put a referendum on the league that says, hey, we can throw the ball. We got guys that can make plays. Uh, so just be – if you can come up if you want to, but we're, we're, we, can, we can beat you if we need to. We can beat you uh, – we can throw it over the top if we need to. Right. Which defense left on Auburn's schedule – are you most concerned with? I mean, obviously you got to go uh, with Alabama, even though they're, they're suspect. I think they, they can rush the passer. Will Anderson is a beast. Mm-hmm. He can, he, he's super fast. Uh, so can we, can we give Bo enough time from that aspect? Uh, Texas A&M at times can play really good defense and we got to go, go there. Uh, so I guess 50, 50 between those two. I like having Alabama at home. Um, we've had success on the road at Texas A&M, uh, but they do have athletes that they can make plays as well. So probably those two would be pretty much it. I just think if we beat Ole Miss, we're going to have all the confidence in the world. And the whole A&M beating Bama thing, I think, is going to get old by then because that's like sure. four or five weeks after the fact. Yeah. And like you just can't live on that for that long especially with that fan base because that fan base demands so much of you as they should right. good good for them for right. you know having a high high expectations for their team but i think i just think coming off of that especially when like hopefully auburn's well rested at that point after you know this bye week if they beat Ole miss and they're probably a top 12 team they're yeah, probably around 12ish right if they if they pull that off especially i think the fact that the ap has them in the top 20 is is helpful but I mean, people are people are dubbing Ole Miss as a, a legitimate contender. So I think uh, I think if you go and beat them, then all of a sudden you go to A and M and 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 you're definitely a top fifteen team. Yes, and you're yeah. just going to have a lot of confidence. And I think Arkansas is a better team than A and M. And I think if Arkansas and A and M played each other ten times, I think Arkansas wins like seven of them. So right. I don't know. You go to Fayetteville when they still believed in themselves, and that was a must-win game for Arkansas. 100%. I mean, Arkansas, like, the storyline all week was Arkansas wanted that game more than Auburn did. Circled. Yeah, exactly. It meant more. And it didn't matter. 
It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. And didn't Arkansas matter. absolutely owned Texas A&M. I, I, I just, yeah. I, I, I'm not worried about that game. Yeah. I, I think Ole Miss, and then if it. you beat Ole Miss, I, I think you go into the Iron Bowl with a chance Playing to win the, the SEC West. No, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And I love the fact that Ole Miss just, uh, so two weeks ago, they had an absolute dogfight uh, against Arkansas, 51-50-ish type game. Then you go and you have a very – similar uh, performance against Tennessee, a, a back-and-forth game that, that that came down to Joe Milton run out of bounds uh, with no time left on the clock. What was that? You, what in the world yeah, was that? He, he blacked out. He blacked out. He forgot where he was on the field. He lost control of his body. And then this coming up week, you got to go. You play LSU, right. who's sort of that rejuvenated, hey, we're going to go win one for the Gipper, a.k.a. Orgeron. Um they definitely have athletes, and Max, Max Johnson can throw it around the uh, can throw it around the yard. And then they have the they break the the school record for uh, rushing yards last week against Florida. So uh, maybe they have new life. So maybe you have three really emotional games. You catch Ole Miss at the right time, uh, and then I'm, I'm with you. You win that game, and then you could be uh, you you could have the momentum and the everything going to where you get to face Alabama for the West, which is where we want to be every single year. We want that game to mean that because more times than not, when that game means something, Auburn comes out on top. Especially yeah, Saban can't beat a good Auburn team, or he hasn't yet. So, hasn't yet, right? Um, you know what I love? What do you love? Frisky whiskey. I knew it. Can you imagine buying alcohol anywhere else? Because I can't. Can, I have a can hard you imagine time. Life without frisky whiskey. No. Absolutely wow. not. There's no. no way in the world I would ever want to live in that kind of life. So I don't want that world. No. So go check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey because if you haven't been there, you're currently living in that world. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry That's about true. that. Uh, if you're in the Auburn Opelika Lee County area, hop on I-85. As soon as you go into Georgia, um, you enter a different world as far as taxes. And so somehow Frisky Whiskey is able to like give a lot That's of their right. stuff away. That's what it feels like. They're giving it away. No, it's just a lot cheaper, <laughs> a, lo- a lot lower uh, price. Um, the same high quality and great customer service as well. Cause you you go in there and there's a ton of selection and you're like, you may get overwhelmed and you can ask questions. They all, they all know where everything right. is. It's very, very nice. You can even say, you can even say, Hey, what's in the back room? Oh yeah. You've they done, you. I, I'm too afraid to do that, but you've done that. They before. may, they may hook you up with some of that stuff that not a lot of people have the good stuff back there in that bas- back, back there in that back room. The good stuff. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, go check out our friends at frisky whiskey. We love them. You will love them as well. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at Sweatblocks. Sweatblock uh, sw- sweat uh, wipes for a few weeks now. We've been talking about Sweatblock. These wipes will stop sweat for seven days. Seven days. That's a week, Charlie Five. And it the seems that some people have been listening. Um, and we have friends that have uh, locked on who've tried Sweatblock and love it. So they're, uh, they're a network-wide partner and folks throughout uh, – the college ranks, the NFL ranks, MLB, all that good stuff. They've uh, they all love Sweatblock, and you should too. They have what they call the dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you need to uh, get your money back. But uh, it's not just for armpits; it's for your chest, your back, feet, hands. Use it anywhere, and I mean anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Love it. Sweatblock.com. Use promo code Locked On for twenty percent off. Sweatblock.com. I got one more thing with the LSU thing. You just mentioned LSU. Let's go. So their agreement, right, is, okay, Ed Orgeron, you're still here, but you're going to be let go at the end of the season. Yeah. Can you imagine 
if Auburn did that to Gus last year, if like halfway through the year, when in hindsight, we all realized he was a dead man walking anyway, but if they had come out and be like, all right, Gus, you're done after the Mississippi State game. Can you imagine hmm. what our fan base would have done? We'd have lost it. Absolutely oh my goodness. It. That would have been a disaster. Why are they doing this? Well, I don't I just don't think they're I think they're disgusted. They're they're disgusted in the results, but they're not disgusted in the human yet. Where 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 Auburn fans sort of got disgusted at even the sight of uh of Gus on the sideline. So uh, that would be that would have been a lot harder to a lot harder pill to swallow to just continue to watch him on the sideline when when a lot of people had just like I don't even want to see him over there anymore and I don't think they've got to that level. Heck, they're still two years off the winning the national championship. He didn't so. make it two years. That's it was crazy. like twenty months I think is what I read earlier today. Like at least Jesse yeah. made it two full seasons. Mm, it's tough. That's a tough it is look. tough, man. We it's all saw crazy. it coming, though. Like, you had to know this was going to happen. But just fire him. Just let him yeah. go. That way you get first crack of, you know, whenever guys start interviewing and all that. But I guess you still could, technically, but. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's okay to interview people, even because he knows he's leaving. But. Sure. I just, when I saw that report come out, <laughs> I just kind of put myself in, like, if that happened to the Auburn fan base. Yeah. How, like, we. The entire SEC would make fun of us if we did that. Oh, LSU's totally. getting somewhat of a pass on this unless they're ridiculing it and I'm just not seeing it. But it's like if we did this, can you imagine like the memes and the jokes that would we'd be the butt of? Oh, I know. It'd be awful. Edo always seems like he's always in controversy. He's always in controversy and somehow he always wriggles out of it and, and everybody still loves him afterwards. It's like they're he's like the drunk uncle that you just can't get up like you just can't get mad at for whatever reason he's gonna screw up your birthday party but you still love him anyway no matter what <laughs> why did they do it after a loss well or, or, excuse me that, a win excuse me they did it after a win they like upset florida a ranked florida team it's like that tells me that this what? was in the works for a while this that yeah. tells me that they've been talking about this for several weeks and the the um the the talk the announcement said they had come to an agreement mm -hmm. so Clearly, it was something that they had worked on. They were working on that buyout, I'm sure. And then finally, they came to an agreement, and they were like, let's just go ahead and get it out there and, uh, you know, move on, I guess. Right. Go ahead and get the ball rolling for the next coach. Charlie Five, what's going on in your life right now? Oh, man, we just living, living life living, and having fun, enjoying watching this uh, culture change at Auburn and hoping that, that it keeps going. How's the, uh, the dad bod golf pod going? It's going great. Going great. Uh, we're still five days a week. You catch us five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday, um, on YouTube. We're on YouTube and anywhere you get a podcast, Dad Bod Golf Pod. Just just search it, you'll find us. That's right. That's right. If you watch one, you got to watch all of them. This is how I feel. Absolutely, they're incredible. Watch them. They're incredible. Hey, tomorrow it'll be a War Report Wednesday. Be sure to uh, check that out. Mike G and the guys over the War Report stopping by. Follow me on Twitter at C Blackerby. And if you are uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please click that subscribe button, like the video, all that good stuff. If you're listening on uh, the Apple Podcast app, please leave a five star review. Would mean an absolute ton. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here. 
listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.